This is Story Route Zero, a podcast where friends gather to talk of their travels through the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny, and even the confusing worlds encountered in games. We may not always know where we're going, but that's often half the fun. If you have a question, comment, concern, or a story of your own, hit us up on Twitter at StoryRoute underscore zero. You can email us at StoryRouteZero at gmail.com, and you can find everything we do at StoryRouteZero.com. Let's have a journey. All the crimes committed day by day, no one tried to stop it in any way. All the peacemakers turn war officers, hear what I say. Welcome to Story Route Zero. My name is Matthew Keel, and I just quoted the lovely Junior Mervin. If you don't like reggae, that's your problem. Uh, I have a couple friends with me. Um, I have uh, uh, the mouth from the south, Moose. How are you doing, sir? Doing well. How are you doing? Well, <laughs> I was like, wait, could you not hear me? <laughs> one, I don't, one week, Moose is just going to come in dressed as Jimmy Hart and really be a half <laughs> If he shows up in a pink suit, I, mean, I am 100% for that. I'm 100% for that. Uh, that other voice you hear is, is Jason Marshall representing Remnant from the Ashes. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, <laughs> so um, is this on? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> how how is everybody's weekend? Moose 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 gives a thumbs up. Jason gives a thumbs up. Okay, well, it's been a fucking mess for me. <laughs> oh man! Um, uh, prior to the last, well, prior to the last show, uh, I was unable to get home due to. Uh, the world right now. Uh, I work in the middle of Philadelphia at a pretty large trauma center, so I had to sleep there overnight. I was co- sort of anticipating that this past weekend, but it seemed like uh, the uh, the aggressors were able to hold their shit in so the protest could go along peacefully. And um, and uh, and yeah, I. I've said on several occasions, I don't think I've said it on this show, but if I didn't have to work, I would be there every day um, because fuck shit's gotten out of hand, but that's where I'm going to leave it. The weekend, though, was a, a weekend full of exhaustion for both my wife and I. Uh, Saturday, uh, when I went to work, Reed was like, I'm going to try and get up, and then I, I texted her, and she's like... Um, you might have to Uber home because, uh, yeah, I've not left bed. And I'm like, you know what? That's that's good. She she needs that. She tried um, to get up. She, she yeah, you know, she tried. And, it's the uh, effort and thought that counts. I think. Well, see, I think she tried to get up, and and instead of getting up, she succeeded in taking care of herself. That's how I look at that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday we uh, we went to. We went to the store and we're kind of, I've been in a funk for the past like five days where 
if I, if I don't have a headache, I'm about to get a headache. Um, and I was sort of on and off games just because like, every time I get into a rhythm, um, I was kind of like, you know what? I think I'd just rather sleep. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to, in fact, since I said games, I'm just going to go right to games. I'm going to start if you guys don't mind. Yeah, you know, rock and roll, man. Well, I had like a whole weekend thing planned, and I was just like ready and just. <sighs> okay, well, let, let's do this then. Let, uh, okay, what? What? Tell us about your weekend, Jason. Well, we finally decided to clear off the. Uh, now that the weather's getting warm, mm-hmm. um, we cleared off the patio. Yeah. So we put the blow up pool for the girls because our pool. I don't know if they're opening or what. Uh, water table. Wife bought a umbrella. And I had to go pick up sand, 50 pounds of sand. You know, it, it, don't answer the obvious, but do you know what a 50 pound pack of sand is like carrying up the stairs? That's, that's pretty brutal. I can imagine. <laughs> I was like, I got to the landing. I'm like, no, we're done for now. <laughs> <laughs> this is my union mandated 45 hour break. <laughs> <laughs> it was also weird because the 50 pound bag of sand was. It wasn't as like big as because we buy like a forty pound bag of food for the dog unless they yeah. just they just pack the bag of food poorly because the bag's like four times the size of this fifty pound bag of sand. Yeah, I mean I don't know how density would affect actual weight, so I don't. Really yeah, want it's, to, not, I think as, the bag it's not as bulky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just because like I would I I would wager that. If you had a, a, a ball of sand the size of a dog food pellet, how much of the sand outweighs it? Mm-hmm. Not like noticeable by like human grip, but probably noticeable in terms of a scale. Yeah, um, I mean, but I th- yeah. So I also I got to do a lot of reading. Oh, what you? What, okay, what you reading, sir? This guy here, Edge McCaten. Edge McCaten. Well, I reread. Um, All You Need Is Kill, which some people would know as uh, Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise movie. Oh, you mean, you mean Live, Die, Repeat? It's funny. When I started <laughs> in theaters, I started in theaters the uh, release day, it was Edge of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Literally that weekend, they changed it to like, or they changed it upon home release to Live, Die, Repeat. See, I, th- I see like, all I, all I remember is is it coming out and all of a sudden it was live, die, repeat. And like, I thought they had just, I thought some in a different region, it was released that. And then they just decided to release it for the whole year as that that, because frankly, that's a better goddamn name than edge of tomorrow. Right. But I still don't understand why they changed it midway because the graphic novels, all you need is kill. So it's not like it was in conflict. Like there was a licensing Mm. and then they released and it's like, what um and then i started rereading um i'm halfway through good omens okay. oh, that's a good book it's a good it was a good show it was a good adaptation i need to watch that that's on amazon right yes okay it was uh Sorry. david tennant and michael sheen were the main characters very good nice oh yeah that show yeah never watched it but like i, I think saw, i was also I thinking they also did uh, American Gods, but that was Stars. I don't think it's yeah, a that was or anything, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Kind of went on a tangent there. Same. Yeah. 
same one of the authors American yeah authors, yeah Neil Gaiman yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but now now we can go to games okay so I I, I got my seven thousandth trophy this Woo! past weekend uh, it was here's the, to you sir thank cheers you. I'm I'm having a little bit of wine left over from dinner um, <clears throat> Uh, it was the Platinum Trophy for Kentucky Route Zero, Ayeep. Um, which, uh, yeah, that game is still fucking good. Um, it's, it's weird playing it now where we're at versus where when I originally played it on the Switch earlier this year when it was released. And... Um, it hit some places. Uh, it hit. It hit some places. But uh, but yeah. Was it completely um, random and lucky, or lack of a word, that it was seventh out? Like, did you? When did you realize? Well, I, be? I honestly, I, that's a good I, question. I've been planning the set. I was. I had a plan for this. What my original plan for my seven thousand <laughs> trophy was, and I and I had mapped this out to a ridiculous degree. Um, I was going to make it uh, I was going to make trophy number 7000 and platinum 150 line up and then I don't remember what it was but I think it was like I, I had I was trying to pad trophies because like I had a certain number that mm -hmm. I needed to meet um, and I was trying to pad trophies till a certain number to get that but then I think it was either play, getting back in a division with Moose and getting way more trophies than that than I had thought, mm. uh, as well as... You mean the, the Warlords of New York DLC, War, Well, right? War, Warlords of New York, but then I got all the other ones, too. Um, so oh, the ones for the... Um special missions they released yeah yeah <clears throat> so i got all those and then i was looking at it and i and i'm like okay i i either have to stop playing this or come up with a new plan and yeah. uh, uh preemptively before i got to the point of like absolutely no return i i said okay i'm going to I'm going to just come up with a new plan. And I was looking through games I had that weren't easy, but like had like manageable trophy lists. So, right. in, so I wouldn't be stuck between a certain amount and 7,000. Uh, and I saw that uh, Kentucky route zero has 25 trophies. I'm like, okay, I can aim at 6975. And then from there on out, I don't, I don't touch a game until I platinum Kentucky Route Zero. And Kentucky Route Zero, if if you have your energy and the and your engagement with text is right, um, you can do that. You could do that game in a day. You you can you can do it. You probably you need a break for food because it's probably yeah. about a ten hour game. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I did it over a couple just because of exhaustion. Um. And the, as much as I love that game and as much as, you know, forgetting what release schedules are, will probably put it on my game of the year list uh, at the end of 2020. 
the trophies in that game are bad. Um, not because like I think, not because, not because uh, it doesn't try things. Not because it doesn't like. Not because they're um, they're unimaginative. But I think there is a way better. I think there. I th- think there's potential for way more creative use of trophies uh, for that game. Um, not because, uh, not because like they, they lead spoilers because there's, there's, they don't. Um, I think the, I mean, the closest you can call a trophy, a spoiler is uh, the trophy for completing act five. And I think it's just a, a line of dialogue from the game. Which, which, whatever. <clears throat> but uh, I, I, I think that as beautiful of a game that that, that is, and uh, I can probably say that if either of you started to play, you probably wouldn't like it uh, because it, it, you, the, Jason, you fell off the Timbleweed Park real fast just because it wasn't your type of game. Um, this this game is a point and click adventure with about five times the text. I, yeah, I I jumped into it a little bit, and yeah, I can echo that, Jason. You would like instantly would be like, nope, negative Ghost Rider, I'm out. I mean, this is- started that I I'm reading Good Omens, which is not a easy read, so people know that. It's not the read. <laughs> like, no, it's not. Play, no, Jason won't no. play this because he can't read. No, I wouldn't say. Gun, 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 gun shooty? No gun shooty? No play. Shooty bangy bangy. No reedy reedy. <laughs> um, uh, no, not, not, because, no, no, not I, because you I not because you have problems reading, but because. Uh, because whoa, 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 whoa. Jury's still out on that. Right. <laughs> right i'm not i'm not i'm not saying that he doesn't have problems i don't you know what jason, jason you're an idiot i'm just saying no i'm kidding <laughs> but actually you know he could rebut that he's like yeah i host a podcast with you assholes of course i'm an idiot i mean um, <laughs> i mean but uh asked and answered hey you know uh but uh the if you're not in, if you're if you're not in for uh, a, a, a deeper story through text, then you're just not in. Um, but I, I I still think that story is beautiful, and I think that the, going for the platinum as quickly as I did, uh, did actually showed a lot more space that i hadn't seen before which i'm really happy about uh but i i just i just i'm not gonna go through the trophy list and say hey maybe try this instead of this because that's that's when you get into like there are people that know that game better than i do and i'm probably i would probably be speaking out my ass more so than i already do um well i'm glad this trophy plan worked out better than your last one when you were trying for remnant at a certain point and you accidentally got it yeah i actually i got an accidental platinum <laughs> but uh you know i'm, I'm t- which t- i would t- like what? to say is 
both and is not my fault. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's somehow Moose's fault, but not his fault at the same time. Because like, man, it, I'm it just I'm just running around shooting in the game, and it's like, man, I can't, <laughs> I can't help you. Well, my the funny thing is, like, I'm like, okay, how long has he been doing trophies? Like, did maybe the thought of it popping if you did it in somebody else's game, like, not enter his mind? But I, I mean, I, obviously, it didn't. Which is fine. It's like, right. what a, but it, I, I just kind of chuckled at it. <laughs> like, oh, we, we, had, we had some journey for the Remnant Platinum. We did. All there was a lot of, well, there was a lot of, not well, I, yet, but like, I, I've got to get the Platinum, but yeah, I'm back on the there, train. There were a lot of trophies that popped in other games, but not our game. And it was like, so which one is it? And then yeah. it, it's like, ah. Uh, well, see, and, and, and see, and this and this trophy popped in Moose's world, so I'm sitting here like, motherfucker, I didn't, I didn't expect that, like, because because I think it was probably, and this, I I don't blame Perfect World, I don't blame Gunfire Games, I don't blame anybody, in anybody involved with the making of that game, because I I think there was a lot in that game that I was just like, it just sort of happened. Yeah. Um, trophies have got to be a logistical nightmare in a co-op game like that. Yeah, I was, oh, I was hell also yeah. going oh, to say yeah. that. Yeah, that's like when it, when there's uh, like a hosting situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that they just they just said, uh, I think they probably went the route of relying on accomplishing a task rather than depending on who's hosting because of the random generation. Or the procedural yeah. generation in that game, um, because like I don't know how many times I've beaten a Souls boss in someone else's game that I've not beaten in mine yet, and yeah. not gotten a trophy for it. But that's also like not quite the same. Um, that's a good point. It isn't quite the same because you're you're visiting, even yeah. like like more. I feel like. I feel like in a game where you're more visiting like Dark Souls, that's understandable where the trophy wouldn't pop. And like mm-hmm. Remnant, it's more like co-op is welcomed. Not that co-op isn't welcomed in Dark Souls, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like Dark Souls is like, play the game by yourself, but if you want to have co-op, have co-op. Whereas in like Remnant is like, play the game together with somebody, mm-hmm. you know? So that, so like games like that, if you could, if you could, throw a game you're playing into that into one of those two categories you can kind of figure out whether your trophies are going to pop when you're playing with somebody else or not you know yeah um the only other thing well i'm going to mention a couple of things in brief just because uh i i have to um i ended up finishing uh between when we recorded uh our game club and now i ended up finishing over again and I regret not finishing that game for the game club. Uh, that game is something special, and I'm definitely going to go back to the Um I want to. I didn't get all the fates. I just got enough to complete. Um, and and yeah, that that game is fucking cool. Um, the other thing I'm going to mention is I'm back in Darkest Dungeon and a way that uh, I did not expect to get, I, I, I put it on my Vita or I reinstalled it on my Vita to just sort of jump back in, do some 
side scroll random random dungeons and just see what happened but then all of a sudden I, I figured out some things that I did not know before and I became focused in a way that uh, I, I did not I was not prepared to and uh, and yeah so hopefully sometime in the future that platinum will will join my collection um because that game is really fucking good <laughs> Uh, is it a rough road? Darkest I, think it's a, I, I think it's a long road. It's a longer a, road than tough. Yeah, it's. Um, I think the the entry, if you, the entry requires a lot from the player. Um, there's a lot of examining what you have in front of you. Like, for example. I never knew about, well, and I'm not saying that this was the fault of the game. I think this is probably the fault of like me not trying to access it and trying to just kind of just keep moving. Um, but like there are ways to upgrade uh, just about everything in that game. And I had never really engaged with it before. Now I'm engaged with it and I'm starting to see, oh, wait a minute instead of relying on the game throwing me people that fit to a play style, I can just change everything around me. It's not exactly easy or, or cheap for game currency to do, but it's, it's something that you can sort of aim at now. Um, and find and figure, and like, I didn't realize you could upgrade like all of the buildings in town. And this is probably because I played it. I played it in short, very short bursts. Yeah, so you're not like messing around. You're not yeah. exploring. You're like going yeah. to the dungeon, back. I'm like, going, I'm gonna go fight something. Back. Oh crap! Everybody yeah. died. Oh well, we'll try again. Everybody yeah. died again. Oh well, well. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, uh, yeah. I started really getting into like trying to make my squads better and trying to worry about squad composition and squad um progression and now that i'm doing that i'm just like oh this is this game is way deeper than this is this, this well this is probably as deep as everyone was talking about when they but it was way deeper than i had engaged so uh so yeah that game is really cool and i really hope the pvp uh, DLC hits consoles, but I could understand why it wouldn't because playing it on console and even on Vita and Switch, it's there's a cumbersomeness to it that is that I could see some people going, "Wow, I have to walk away from this because I have to think too hard." Um, but that is, that is definitely a console player's problem rather than. PC players, but uh, the other thing I'm going to I'm going to talk about is I'm, I'm back on I'm, I I picked up the Moonlighter DLC and started I, I started that today and motherfucker they changed that game in a lot of cool ways. <laughs> um, the it, it is it, it the DLC is more roguelike than the base game is it's not like i would recommend you go through the dlc after you beat the game 
because because the enemies in the DLC are basically uh, way stronger than the enemies you see in the main dungeons, and the enemies that from the are from the main dungeons that tend to show up in the DLC, uh, they're about twice as strong as their base game counterparts. Um, that which base is, game, brethren. What? Nothing. Good. Which is, which is fun in a strategy context, but when you're trying to manage these enemies that you don't expect to hit you that hard, hitting you hmm. way hard, and uh, they're hitting you way harder, as well as these new enemies that are on their own bullshit. Um, <laughs> it's a it, it. I find myself thinking a lot harder this time out. <laughs> Uh, but uh, and then the the new vendor I just I just unlocked, um, or at least the new vendor in town, and uh, I got a shop up I got a fifth shop upgrade, and I'm going to say this this is apropos of nothing the fifth shop upgrade it like expands everything that was in the shop as well as the amount of wall hangings but it also gives your shop a Roomba because why not why so, not. <laughs> because because now, every time you walk in, this Roomba is just bouncing from thing to thing, cleaning here. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's How the is the DLC attached? Is it? Oh, there is. Um, there is. You know the Wanderer, the giant green thing that shows up. Mm -hmm. There is a portal in the middle of the caves. So, like, you have the, what is it, Golem, Forest, Desert, Tech, door number five. Yeah. In the middle of that, there's this giant green door that just pops up. Okay. How does it, like, if How I does it have, work as if you jumped into it for the first time? Does it force like, you to go to it? Can you go to it? You can go around it. I, I, I think you could probably go to it and just start. Like, okay. Like, I'm curious how it would affect, like, say, Moose, who isn't beyond the first dungeon right yeah i think that's what he was getting at like does yeah. it force me to go do it does it change like the world i'm in because i haven't gone to it you know like what? um so i'm only playing it on game on characters that have already beaten that that have already okay. beaten the game um the the opening cut scene it's those uh well we, we spoiled the shit out of this game in our first game club uh, but it's the Destiny guys that show up and they basically tell you about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, they walk you over and um, and yeah. It's almost like it would seem like it would be like Division's uh, Warlords of New York, whereas in you don't have to interact with the DLC unless you go there. It's like you're saying you could avoid... Yeah. That that and just go do the other dungeons and hang out and have a good time and then take mm -hmm. on the DLC whenever you want. So, yeah. which is cool, so, and that's nice that that developers do that. You know, agreed. Because I'm curious if you could access it and then finish the base game and be like more OP in a sense. Uh, as, from what I can tell, no. Okay. Um, there's a vendor, I think, it, I don't remember, it's an interdimensional vendor that he's, he's in a black cloak, 
and he'll give you different health potions that you can take out of the dungeons, but any if you find blueprints for weapons, those weapons do not leave the dungeon with you. Oh, okay. And they and from what I could tell, they were about two to three times as strong as my fully upgraded gloves and fully upgraded bow. Okay. Um but uh funny funny story i lost those because just about every enemy in the dlc has a super strong hit that will not because like when i got one of the black when i got one of the um black cloaked guy when i got one of his weapons uh or i got enough to have one in each slot i would put the i would put my weapons in my pockets so if i died i wouldn't lose them Mm -hmm. uh, but every enemy in this dungeon has an attack that will knock stuff from your inventory off. Oh, nice. But uh, you can pick it up, right? It's not can, like you're yeah, not... Yes, you, you can get it back, uh, but if you pick it up and you, you, are, you are able, and you aren't able to finish the room you're in, uh, you haven't been able to map it back to your pockets because it doesn't, because it, it's based on when you... It, the yeah. item placement is based on when you pick it up. Um, oh yeah, so I lost both of my super, you know, end game base game stuff. Uh, so that has become an annoyance. <laughs> but uh, I now I I it's fine. Everything is fine. I'm okay. <laughs> the, the world is not on fire. I swear. <laughs> But I, I think because I had spent a lot of time trying to go after the Savage Trophy before getting the DLC, like I have 11 million gold, so instead of trying to farm everything, I could just go buy the materials for each upgrade from that yeah. from that retailier or whatever his name is. Liaison. That stupid asshole that overcharges you for everything. And, you know, it's the game even recognizes his snootiness because the music changes to the point where it sounds like stuffy, annoying classical music. Uh, uh, and not to say that all classical music is stuffy and annoying, but if you know... It's you, out there. there, it's there there's that type of classical music that is just like these... I'm not sure these people actually like classical music, but they want to they wanna portray themselves as erudite. Uh, and, and yeah, fuck the retaliation. <laughs> mm. um, what was I? What was it? Oh, and the the you can get upgraded versions of the weapons that the vendor will sell you in the dungeon. Mm -hmm. um, the the trophies are in. Oh, oh, there's a there's a bloodborne ass mechanic now. Uh -oh. uh, but it's not it's not a, it's not the best i don't think it's the best implemented thing uh the weapons you get in the in the wanderer dungeon are called trick weapons Ooh. and in the base game each weapon had you know it's normal attack and it's strong attack mm -hmm. to use the strong attack on these trick weapons it takes your life but the the trade-off is it does about two to three times what that trick weapon's normal damage is on top of giving a status effect. 
So it become like I think as you upgrade um, as you upgrade, I'll, I'll I'll call it DLC armor. Uh, it basically just extends your life bar. So as yeah. you get higher on that on that scale, that would be the point where a trick weapon becomes like, oh, this makes sense to use now. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. So that game has changed in a way that I was not expecting and I'm, I'm glad it's there because I feel like I will have a lot more fun going after 10,000 kills in that game doing this than just going back through the base game dungeons and hopefully getting at least 100 per, per run. Yeah. Um, I have gotten to the point where I can unlock the elevator to the second floor. Uh, Got to the fourth floor a couple of times, but never had enough of the dungeon currency that will allow you to unlock the elevator to the fourth floor. So I think I just need to manage that a little bit better. But uh, yeah, Moonlighter, uh, still cool, still fun, and uh, I'm still having a blast doing it. Okay, Moose, I'm going to say you've talked the least. So before we get into what, uh, what Jason and I had a, had a bit of fun experiencing today, uh, I noticed you've added a couple new partners to sit on your back while you carry them through Division. I've been carrying a lot of motherfuckers through Division. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, so I have jumped back into division. Uh, my buddy Marco jumped back. No, no, hold you on, never, hold you on. never oh, left. You didn't leave. I kind of did leave for a while. I kind of left it for a okay, while. One day doesn't count. Since <laughs> <laughs> the last episode. So, no. Actually, no. I'm going to derail this before we talk about division. I know last week you you basically did not get involved in any turnip nonsense in Animal Crossing. Correct. Are you out of Animal Crossing now, or are you still going back? I'm taking a break. I want to go back, but I'm taking a break. So a couple of things have facilitated that break, um, and one of them is my brand new 8-bit do controller. Okay. God, this thing is fucking awesome. So I got the uh, SN30 Pro Plus, and that's actually the name of the controller, and you can get three versions. You can get the... Um, the uh super nintendo version which has like the same color scheme as the super nintendo and the the buttons are concaved on the the two you know y and, and uh x mm -hmm. and then they have a version that's fashioned after the game boy where you don't have like you don't have the arrows on the d-pad you actually have the lines like it had on the game boy okay. and then there was a black version and i bought the black version to just go along with like all the black controllers I have. And um, I bought it for two reasons. Uh, one, I love 8-Bit Do. Yeah. Their controllers are awesome. I've talked about their previous one. Not It's not the Plus. It's just the SN30 controller, which is amazing. It's a great controller to like if you want portability for a fully functioning controller to like throw in your bag and take with you on a train and like you know, or whatever. I used, actually, I played the vast majority of Breath of the Wild 
with that controller because I would play at work during my lunch yeah. breaks. And I had a, I had a stand, I would sit my switch on the stand. I would plug it up so that it had charge and I would just sit there and play with the controller and it plays so well with Breath of the Wild. But um, I found that it doesn't really play well with uh, shooters like Risk of Rain 2. And so I bought this controller because I love a bit do. And the second reason I bought it is because it has turbo button functions. And so you for all can, you for all those cheats you want to use, right? It, it's not really cheats. It's I'm just not, I'm fucking with you. right. No, I know, I know, I know. Um, to be honest, like I the uh, so like you can set a button to turn to to be the turbo button. So you hold the turbo button down, and then the button you want to be turbo, and it'll turn on. And then you just hold that button down, and it's got turbo pressing. So it's well, really cool. cool for Animal Crossing when you are like doing the uh, crafting, you could just like hold the button down and your crafting's oh, done. Yeah. Like oh, it's God. really good for when you're digging the rocks. So like you can you can just hold down the digging and it'll just dig on the rocks so you don't have to tap. Um, I, I haven't tried- you got it? It derailed you from playing Animal Crossing. I'm getting there, Jason. <laughs> Okay, but, this is a nice but, story. That, but it's my turn to talk, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You're in timeout. <laughs> did right. you just mute him? I did. You can't Don't unmute him. Yeah, no, yes, I it, can. Oh, you no. can. Well, unmute him then, so he can finish his story. Stop. Stop. I can't. Okay, now, okay. <laughs> there, okay, I'm done, All I'm right. done. So I haven't tried fishing, but I could imagine that like, when you're waiting for the fish to come, you just hold the button down, boom, you're tapping the button to catch the fish. So I really bought it for um, um, Animal Crossing, mm -hmm. but then I was like, I'm gonna try it with Risk of Rain. So I, so my thought process was, so Jason knows this, you know this as well. The, the main, the, the, the first character you start with, the commando, has, you know, two pistol fire. He fires two pistols, okay? And my thought process was, well, I'll put that on auto turbo, which means you basically press the button once, activate it, and let go of the button, and you're automatically shooting, okay? But I couldn't get the button to work. And then it was like maybe six sessions later. Like, I mean, this controller is really comfortable. I played like six or seven sessions with it. And um, it wasn't until later that I realized you wouldn't want a continuous hold down on a turbo button because if you're shooting and you start to sprint, if you're still shooting, you stop sprinting. So like you can't, you can't sprint in the game if you constantly ha are shooting your guns. And so I was like, well, that doesn't really work so i can't use that function of the controller but um if you've hold a if you've held a pro controller this controller is more comfortable than a pro controller for me like it's just okay. it's, it's got like like the the triggers are more comfortable the the handles on it like the bottom parts are just more comfortable in the button layout and i like so it's also the analog sticks are symmetrical like a PlayStation DualShock 4. And it's just, like, I love it. I, I feel like I, and the D-pad, I can't wait. I haven't used it yet, but I can't wait to use the D-pad in, like, 2D games. Like, you know, like, uh, 
uh, you I know you've used it with Meat Boy, the, the previous, mm -hmm. the 8-bit do, the, yeah. just the regular SN30 or uh, SF30. Mm -hmm. um, I have the SF30, to be honest. 8-bit uh, do has a really good D-pad. Yes. They, they make a really good D-pad. Yes. Um, and then you can, you can plug this into your uh, computer and you can remap buttons. You can totally like uh, turn on a turbo mode. You can do macros. Uh, you can so <clears throat> you can also set the sensitivity of the analog sticks, which I didn't touch. And then there, you're on PC, but not Mac, because I'm only I only have Mac in my house. You you can set the sensitivity of the triggers. So the triggers are kind of like the GameCube triggers, you know how like you could like pull in a little bit. Mm -hmm. and so you could totally turn that off if you just want to like make it like a, a quick press of the button, and you've already and the button's pressed instead of like you have to pull really long to hit that, to hit the button properly. But um, so played a lot of Risk of Rain 2 on my Switch Friday, actually. Um, and that was a blast. I had a blast. I hate, you know, you know that Swamp World? There's, there's like the Swamp, I hate that world. I can never find the portal. And so I spend like fucking five, 10 minutes in that place needlessly running around looking for the portal. And I'm like, like half the time I want to just quit the game and restart a new one and hopefully not get into that world. But anyways, um, I found a lot of new uh, add-ons that I've never seen in the PS version of the game, even though I played the PS4 version um, Way more. more. Like we've played it more, mm -hmm. but I've had more sessions on that game, but it is, it, the game runs really well on switch. Um, if you like roguelites uh, it's a third person shooter it's got like some really cool physics to it. So uh, it's a great game. I've talked about it before, but, and it's a great co-op game. Yeah. So, uh, and I think it was on sale recently on PSN. I don't know if it still is. So I bought the controller for Animal Crossing and the fact that I wanted another like 8-bit do controller because uh, it also looked extremely comfortable. But uh, I ended up using it for Risk of Rain Tune and that's probably what I'm going to do. Like, I probably will not – so that's why I kind of, like, fell out of the Animal Crossing. Like, I think I got burnt out on the Animal Crossing. This will be – this past Sunday was the second Sunday I didn't buy turnips. So I just kind of, like, was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't even I don't even log in and do my daily stuff. I don't know how long it's been since I've played Animal Crossing. Oh, wow. Uh, maybe – well – maybe friday because i was at work and i was like well i'll just do my daily stuff mm -hmm. you know like i'll grab i'll grab all my rocks supply hit, hit all my rocks i'll i'll get all my money trees all that stuff but like i have not like gone in and done anything else with it other than just kind of like bare minimum daily stuff um but then like division two um my good friend marco has picked it up and then um, Jeff has completed his platinum on uh, Far Cry 4. So he's kind of jumped back into Division 2. And then Jason <laughs> Jason had it inadvertently pushed upon him. Like he has pushed many no. a game on our boy well, Jeff. Well, no. Um, <laughs> I said, if the game goes on sale again, I'll play it. And lo and behold, the next day it was on sale. <laughs> and so I he's right uh so jason's been playing so i've been playing with him you jumped in with us today um 
So uh, it's been it's a it's a good time. I love division. I still love the shooting mechanics. We were had I have like we were having or I was having a complete blast when the four of us were playing because we were just running and gunning and like just just like wrecking shop. I mean, it does doesn't hurt that like I had my level thirty in your level twenty somethings world, but we were still the four of us were like running around and having a good time playing the game. But um, I uh, I want to push for the platinum. I think I want that to be my first platinum of the year, even though it's like what June. <laughs> so that might be my first platinum if I don't do thimbleweed first like i really kind of want to finish up thimbleweeds platinum because it's not that hard i just have to play through easy mode and and be done with it um but uh yeah i think i need i think i need two trophies i need the trophy where i don't pick up any dust up in a playthrough and then i need easy mode Mm -hmm. and just so that should be pretty easy to get through um so it's mainly been risk of rain 2 animal crossing and division 2 Oh, Borderlands Three! I played some Borderlands Three because Jeff jumped back into Borderlands Three because he wants to. He was playing the DLC, so I jumped back into that, and I'm kind of. I don't know with that. I don't know where I'm at with that because I feel like I'm kind of lost with the build I have for my flak, which is a a, a hunter beastmaster. Because like they like you look at all the videos and they're like, this is the build you need, and then it's like these are the weapons you need. And I'm like, well, I don't have those weapons. What should I do? on my journey to get those weapons. You know what I mean? Like, what should I be using? What talents, what weapons should I be, you know? And so it's Uninstall just- Uninstall the game. That's right, what you should do. <laughs> right, exactly. They're all about the end destination and the ultimate build and the ultimate weapons that you can get for that build. And it's like, well, how, like, like what should I do to get there? And yeah. like, I've, I've gone through like three or four videos and like nobody mentions it. And I'm just like, well, maybe I'll just do what I'm doing. But um, yeah. So that's about it. That's one thing. I, that's one thing I always hated about. Like, if you were looking at, uh, a, a, like on Fextra Life, they have a lot of build ideas for Dark Souls games. Yeah. And you go look at that. Like, okay, I can respec or I can just I can just get there. But how do I? What do I do to get there? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, like, like what I kind of almost what I'm looking at with like doing a Deathless run. So I got a buddy mm-hmm. of mine who's doing a Deathless run. And his personal best is uh, only two deaths for all regular game DLC or all regular game bosses. No DLC, but every available boss you could possibly do, he only has two deaths. And I'm like, that's awesome. I think I could do that. And then it's just like, well, how do I do that? You know what I mean? He is using a strategy for uh, uh, Hitless. So he's like kind of like taking that and like trying to like make it a deathless run which he's done because he started out, his first run was like 12 deaths. Then he dropped down to six. Then he was at four and now he's at two. So, I mean, he's, he's cutting back on his deaths. It's just, it's just, it's like, like you said, it's like, it's out there, but they don't tell you how to get to like what you need or what yeah. you want to like make that build. And it's like, you have to do more research to figure out what the hell they're saying. Yeah. But, well, especially if like, if, if, you, if anybody wants to try and be a caster in those games. Yeah. Um, like uh, the only the only game the only one of those games where it's really fun to be a caster is two. Yeah, I've um, heard that, and it's it's really fun to be a caster. Uh, I think three, like if if two had 
three's like mana situation and the mana assist that you have in three, like two would probably be uh, on a lot of people's souls born game lists a bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying it would be like number one, but like it would it would be a, it would be a, a little bit higher because it that would basically make that that would be the one of those games where you could be a faith build or uh, an intelligence build or a hex build or whatever yeah um but uh so so jason you you you're playing the division now yeah you don't sound happy he's about having, it. <laughs> he's having a good time last no, time i heard I'm, he was I'm having, having a good time. no i'm having a good time um I made the comparison. The loot drops like it does in Neo. There is like too much. Not too much. It's it's very hard to tell the difference when you're looking at it like quickly. Like mm-hmm. like I I've settled into marksman rifles and submachine guns. That's yeah. what I want to do. So that makes it easier just like trashing other things. But like there's it's not just like like Borderlands makes it easy, which is good because guns are the, the name. That's it, it's guns. But it's mm-hmm. simple, it's like um rate of fire, accuracy, magazine, like it's simple. Like you mm-hmm. look at like two submachine guns and like, oh, this one's slightly better, but then you're like Oh, but this has this, this, and this talent. Oh, but this has this special ability. But then it's yeah. like you get. I, mean, I feel. I, feel I, get, like... I was gonna say it's it's really you have to put it out of your head that you, it doesn't even matter what you use until you get to thirty. Yeah, yeah. Like you can kind of just make like you can use a. Um, a chest piece that boosts LMG damage, even though you don't even use it, because it, it's not going to make that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if you get that perfect piece while leveling, sure, it helps, but the game's really, it's not hard, so you don't have to worry about the min-maxing till 30. So, yes, I am having a blast, um, except getting into the game. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the world's... <laughs> It's that you know nine percent. <laughs> I feel I feel like the loot in Division Two is kind of like uh, Diablo, um, but like it's not as obvious. So like when you pick up a piece of armor in Diablo, like it shows in the bottom left part of the screen. And I I really think Diablo to, Diablo Three does a phenomenal job of helping you manage your loot system because you can just hit down on the D pad. And you could see loot, and then you'd mark it as trash, you know what I mean, or or not, and just keep going to the next one. And then you go back to the vendor, and you just sell all your trash. So anything you didn't want is gone. You don't have to, like, pick things up, go through your inventory, mark it as trash, keep going, pick things up. Like, their loot system does a great job of, like, keeping the game moving. You know what yeah. I mean? And Division 2, like – um playing with Marco, Marco is very much a meticulous, uh, low and slow kind of player. Like, he wants to look at everything. 
He wants to know what like the loot is like. And we've had a conversation about that today. And I was like, dude, like, I know I'm patient. Like, I'll wait for you. Like, you know, do your loot thing. Do whatever you're going to do. Like, I'll surf the internet or whatever while I wait for you. And then we'll run and gun. But I'm like, a lot of this stuff doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Because once you hit 30, you're in a whole nother league of your own. And mm-hmm. his his response was, and which was right, is I've never seen any of this. He's like, so I don't, he's like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. He's like, I just also want to see the gear. Cause it's like, I want to look at the gear and be like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool piece. You know, maybe I can find something like it at level 30. And so um, I feel like division could do a better job of like, when you pick up a piece, it like, it gives you the arrows like Diablo does. Cause like you can go in and compare like Jason was saying, his submachine gun, which, what is it? Amelia's. Emmeline's guard. Emmeline's guard, which is this, it's like a P9, uh, P9000 or P90, whatever, whatever. It's like a, it's, it, it's got like a, what, a thousand rounds per minute. Nine, 900. Nine, 900. Shot clip. Yeah. <laughs> this, thing, this thing is insane. So I got one. I think he had, he might've had one before, but I dropped one for him. And so he's been using it and he's just having a blast with it. But it's like, you can hit triangle and show the piece of equipment in your inventory and then the piece of equipment that you have equipped and it'll show you your damage, your rounds per minute, your clip size, and you can figure out like what is better, but it's like you have to go through this system to try and find it, mm-hmm. you know? And so it could, they could have simplified it pre 30 because I feel leveling and there's no like buff or anything. Leveling's easy. Like you yeah. do a mission, you're almost guaranteed to get a level. Like it's yeah. insane how quick the XP bar moves. Yeah. Like so it's almost like you could have simplified pre thirty gear and not put all this extra like there's sets you can find pre thirty, but it's like once you level like a blue can be better than a, like a rare could be better than a high end. Then it's almost like, well, yeah. what's the, what? so that's why like I've noticed like with me, I can, I quickly assess it. It's not a better gun, junk, junk, junk. And yeah. I'm gone. Like yeah. I trash everything and that's yeah. it, move on. Cause I know at third, like there's no point hoarding that cause at 30, you're going to just get rid of it anyway. So like to, to Jason's point where you're like, okay, you got these guns where it's like, well, this one does more damage. This one has more rounds per minute. And, and this has this. Oh, but this gun over the here has this. Like that, I don't, like when I look at my gear, I'm not like, does it do the most amount of damage? Because I, I'm very situational with my guns. And that's kind of what I like about Division 2 is like it tailors to your play style. So I have... I have an assault rifle that I run with on my main character called Glory Days. And uh, basically, I give up 35% optimal range for 100% stability. So that means that gun does not move when I fire it. Mm -hmm. So if I'm shooting at a target, that thing is dead in like no time. And so I run with a gun called the Pestilence, which is my main LMG. So I use the, the Glory Days for things that get up close to me while I'm trying to reload the pestilence, I switch to the glory days and just unload on them and they're dead. But then also like you have mods, I have mods that I could put on uh, glory days, which have pretty much negated that 
negativity to the uh, optimal range. But it's just like going through it and trying to figure it out and like figure it's out. It's very what daunting for new players. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think the fact that we all put in a lot of hours in the first game. Yeah. I mean, they didn't change. They changed a lot, but they didn't change a lot in a way. If you've played the first game, you understand that. So it's it's easier to go through. Like, Marco never played one. Like, I can yeah. go through my inventory 20 times quicker than him because I kind of I already know what I'm kind of yeah. looking for. Like, as I look through the stuff, I don't have to study it. So I feel it is a little daunting for – Well, they also, they also improved um, the, the loot system – with loot, I think it's like 1.8 or something. So it was the loot system they put out uh, ahead, like right before the DLC came out. But they basically got they changed the stats. Yeah, they, they the had, well, they had to because it was yeah. it was stupid you numbers. Need, you, need, you needed like a freaking spreadsheet to figure out what weapon was better for you, and so they basically gave you a you gave, they gave you a core attribute. And and possibly a weapon or piece of gear has like two secondary, you know, <laughs> attributes. And if it has a, th- a a gear slot, you've got four attributes on that that piece of gear or whatever. Um, so they did a great job in doing that. And the recalibration station is nice because you can like take weapons you don't want and and use them in the recalibration station. And so like, you know, you can make a weapon that you find that has really like really good secondary stats but a shitty main stat and if you have a really good main stat you just recalibrate it and that weapon's fucking awesome you know Mm -hmm. so um they did a really good job cleaning up the loot uh when it comes to the um dlc and then they also did a great thing by providing um targeted loot so like when you hit up on the d-pad on the map you can see where loot is dropping so like you know we're playing and i'm like man I really want to try and get uh, a better LMG, you know, where LMGs dropping. I can see where that is, find the mission and just go farm that mission. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just, instead of just hoping it drops somewhere in the world, they've kind of added like a, a guarantee. And then that rotates out. Like I think every 12 hours or something like that, it's like, it'll change the next, the next, when you log off the next day, it's, it's already changed to something else. So mm-hmm. I think that they did a good job with that. But um, I also want to I also want to just interject here because I want to say that you don't you don't have to get super involved with a build in order to get through the game. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, that's a that's a great point. I I, because we were we were playing with Dr. Man Muffins earlier today. Uh, he, he and he and I, uh, yeah, he changed his name. I I still I I will. he He will never not be. Dr. Dr. Muffins. Um, But we were playing. He's like, so what's your build? I'm like, "Uh, I have a full set of True Patriot gear. I have a rifle that I like and a shotgun I like. Uh, And that's it. And he's like, he's like, well, do you, are you like adding it? I'm like, nah. Like, I, 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 like, Moose has talked about the pestilence. I would love to get a pestilence, but I don't, I don't play this game like he does. I don't play, I don't play this and I'm, I'm not, I'm never going to put the work in. Right. Um, you just, you hop in and shoot and have fun. Yeah. Loot, 
and you're done. Because I know, yeah. I know you you did the DLC. You have the manhunt, which is mm -hmm. at the end of the DLC, the end game stuff. And then yeah. I I would be shocked if you ever jump in again. I mean, so I was like. I'm good not playing. The only time I'll play is if Marco or Jason or Jeff are playing, but now mm -hmm. season two comes out a week from two tomorrow. So I'm like, Oh shit, I want to roll on season two and see what that's oh, all God. about. I know I should finish this fucking man. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> like he's like a planet fitness commercial. I shoot things <laughs> and I put them down. I shoot things and I put them down. <laughs> right, exactly. Play that's a planet fitness commercial. Down. I feel like they're I feel like they're marketing the wrong thing. Like like I feel I feel like um like you were saying, like you're like, what's my build? And it's like, well, I feel like you can start somewhere in the division and move mm -hmm. from there. Whereas I feel like Borderlands, you're like you're kind of like up in the air, you don't know what the hell you're doing until you get the guns that are supposed to be meant for your for these god to, builds to be to be fair as someone who has played more borderlands a lot of those build guides are made by people who have been farming the different mayhems yeah like and i know right. you haven't farmed on like people would farm because now the way you farm mayhem one you get the weapon that lets you beat Mayhem two. You get the weapon that lets you beat three. Like yeah, and they're willing the to. And there's, Gearbox has done a good job where they put events where it's like, I'll have increased drop rate. And then there's the 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 science thing that adds a buff to get. Mm -hmm. So people like the if you if you played Borderlands the way you played Division, you'd find those weapons easily. Yeah, right, right. I but I, I, I like I get what you're saying though. It is, you look up a build and then you're like. Oh, but for this build to work, you need this particular gun. It's like, I just want a build that works with any gun. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of what I'm after. Or not even just give me a type of gun. Be like, this build works great with assault rifles. And and I'll be like, okay, I'm good with that. Or yeah, because like, a lot of the builds yeah. are built off the synergy versus of an anointment yeah. with your talent. And it's like, yeah. you don't have that, so it doesn't work. It's like, why right. am I like doing this? The build is right useless. Way? Yeah, the build yeah. is useless. Some of them are, uh, yeah. Yeah dogs thrown up that's not good <laughs> I, I can't wait to go back into borderlands 3 and go for that platinum again <laughs> uh, wait you don't have you don't have the borderlands 3 platinum no, right no Oof. i'm i'm kind of holding off till ahmed decides to start that's that's a smart I, move i haven't I mean, seen so him, like, i haven't seen him in a while i've got to reach out to him so that um, that was my thing with like division 2 like I like i was talking to jeff about it and I'm, and i kind of jumped back in and, and i jumped into the I jumped into the dark zone, which are the trophies that I need, and mm -hmm. and kind of had fun with it. And then he was like, "Man, you know, I'm gonna finish Far Cry Four. Maybe I'll jump into Division Two. And he was like, "Maybe I'll do something in between." And I was like, "Well, if you're gonna do that, I I can wait. Like, I can still play the game, but I yeah. can wait on platinuming until the two of us can like work together and we can get that goal together. You know, and like, mm -hmm. get that platinum together." And now that like Marco's playing and Jason's playing, it's like I don't know about Marco. I don't know how hardcore he would be about the platinum, but like Jason, like you know, me, him, and Jeff, it kind of be like the old you know Nerds Gone Platinum days where we can all like good old Bloodborne, where the three of us can like get together and rock and roll on that plat. But <laughs> Moose is just carrying two people through Bloodborne. <laughs> I'm not. I, well, I did not carry two people through Bloodborne. Oh, you I just, didn't? Like, I led the way. Okay. Jason, Jason can hold his own in Bloodborne. All right. Jeff, 
we both kind of like carried him. We were like the person under each arm. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I was on his left. Jason was on his right. Hold him up. New game plus plus. So it yeah. was a little more difficult than mine. I kept it all in one playthrough. He did. Jeff went to New Game Plus Plus because he forgot the, the Cosmic Hunter's badge in the Upper Cathedral Ward. So he couldn't get some weapons. Yeah, so he... I don't, I don't know. So he had to go through like an entire playthrough to get up there to get it. So I mean, I, I jumped in and helped him run through sure. that. But um, yeah, but Cosmic it's, Hunter, how do you get that again? It's up in the upper cathedral. It's, it's, it's just a, it's just laying there, right? Yeah, it's just laying there, but it's by a, a couple of brain suckers. So you got to watch out yeah, for suck. them. Oh yeah, they yeah they definitely suck. Okay, but, um, um, so 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 Jason. <laughs> you like division <laughs> i do i do like it okay i my i mean obviously the the loading is a superficial complaint i do have a complaint about the map and not because i'm colorblind but like i feel they could have done a better job when you finish something like clear it like the map never looks like it's cleared it, it never looks like you've made any progress <laughs> like, it never i understand i can tell the missions are done because they are slight they're grayer to me mm-hmm. but like i'd want it even more like i was actually i mentioned it to moose i think division one the map was far superior the way they handled it with you can clear stuff you can show everything there was that list that you can go through so you don't have to scroll all around the map I don't know why they did away with that. Like I thought that map was perfect, but I am liking the game. I, I think this is more. I think because this is even more service oriented than yeah. Than I, one. I get that. Like because yeah. there's call for help. You're going all over. Like it's so I, I get that. But I feel I feel like what they could have did is like even made it like completely different shapes, like like in, in not even colors. Like, be like, because I think it's, what, a hexagon? Like, when you want to do it, and it's lit up, and then when it's mm-hmm. done, it's still the same hexagon, but it's grayed out. Yeah. It's like, change it. Change it to, like, a, you know, like, whatever, a circle that's green to say well, you've Division done. one had a literal, a literal checklist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I feel, I feel, I agree with Jason, where, like, I, like, when I look at my map, I'm like, I, I, because I played it so much, I understand stuff is done, and I know what's going on, and, like, I can hop into Marco's game and be like, like, I was playing this weekend with him and Richie, and Richie's girlfriend, Taddy, and I'm just, like, looking at Richie's map, and I'm like, well, you can do this, 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 or this, like, what do you want to do, like, how do you want to move through your map, you know what I mean, because I know the map so well and how to read it because he'll just open it up and be like i don't know where to go what should i do you know and so if you have an understanding of the map it's easy but like jason's saying like it could be easier to understand i feel i mean i have i whenever i get back into it i still have to sort of re-familiarize like okay wait a minute what if i all right that's all manhunt stuff that's all okay yeah and then, like, I was doing, like, I, I, I slyly hid that today because I, I, I was being completely stupid because I was, I was fast-traveling to everywhere you guys were. And I'm like, why can't I see them on the map? It wasn't in Jason's game. But I figured, yeah. that, I figured that out on my own, and nobody knew. So, <laughs> so. 
Oh, that's great. So yeah. That's great. <laughs> and I feel like that's more my problem than the game's problem. I but, would say that is more your problem than it is the game's problem. Jason, I want to move on to that wonderful game from 2019 that is right behind you called Remnant from the Ashes. Yes, they released a, a long-awaited DLC for consoles. And oh man, I like how they, Moose, uh, I say I say Remnant Moose just leaves. <laughs> it, uh, they they made a mode that's a roguelike. More or less, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so for those who have played, you select survival mode. You start off in your striped underwear and yep. tank top. Mm-hmm. I'm down it for that. Like, it's, it's striped underwear. So it's yeah. like a typical Saturday night for me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You why have. Wait, why wait till the weekend? You don't know what kind of. You don't know what I have on. Dude, I'm working <laughs> from home. So. <laughs> I put this shirt on to get on the show. <laughs> you have. You have a sidearm and a thousand credits, and you can purchase um, a limited choice of guns, some mods, sometimes um, necklace or rings, mm-hmm. consumables, some armor, but you, you only have a thousand credits. So it's usually like you can get um, a main weapon and a mod, or mm-hmm. maybe the weapon and a piece of armor. Or you, you, go for a, you can go for a short gun and a long gun. Um, just the way your mother likes it, Trebek. Yeah. You zone in then, and so I've seen you can start in Earth, Rom, or Corsus. I think that's... No, at where the, um, the jungle. What's the jungle? Uh, the one with the, the Y, d- Yara, Yara, Yara. Yeah, something? that's it. Yara. Yeah. So you start in any. It's random though where you're gonna start. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've heard us talk about risk of rain. There's actually a timer. When the timer reaches zero, the enemies get stronger. The difficulty increases. Which is interesting because if you've played Remnant, you want to explore everything because you want to yeah. find everything. And in this mode enemies will drop traits. Traits aren't earned like they were in the base game. So the more enemies, the better chance you have of getting a trait drop. Um, I haven't seen weapons drop from enemies, only I've found them. Yeah, I found a a couple today. Um, And it's not... It's recommended that you've played the game because... With I guess with the timer, you kind of have to know how to do the bosses. Yeah. But it's interesting because if you don't start in Earth, you're at an advanced stage of the game with less gear than you normally would be. But I think that they've scaled it correctly. Right. So I guess if you're still on Corruption 1, it's not as bad. But right. I've, I've gotten to some bosses and I'm almost at Corruption 4 because I explored too much. Mm-hmm. So I'm rocking around just with an assault rifle in my underwear. It's not easy. <laughs> but they nailed that one that one more run. Like yeah. 
dead cells type thing. Like, like no, 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 I can do better. I can do better. There is a currency that, have you gotten the currency? I, I did get one. It was a- uh, Glowing was, fragment. Yeah, a glowing fragment. It looks like simulacrums from yes. the game. So you go back to your main game and you can buy weapon or armor skins from, uh, there's a new vendor. Okay. Um, in, Where's uh, the new vendor? Because I didn't even engage with that. By, by the ward mother. Okay. And what are armor skins? <laughs> the, I haven't I haven't earned enough. I'm close to, I have almost 10 fragments, so I could buy a couple of them. Okay. I think it's so just... It's cumulative, as you yes. like. Okay, yeah. okay. So that's the only thing you keep over Okay. when you die. It'll okay. show you how many you earned, if you earned... I assume if you beat a boss, because neither me and Matt have beaten one yet, um, you still earn scrap like you do in the game. Yeah. And I think you can make more purchases because there's actually, you can buy an increase in dragon charge at the beginning, but it costs 1500 So mm -hmm. my guess is once you make progress, your starting scrap probably goes up. Because I already saw um, a Remnant's actual facebook page someone had 30 kills in a run Jesus. it took three hours but my guess is they've made progress and when you start you start with more credits okay because if you could purchase more than a thousand credits worth it probably makes it a bit easier yeah yeah to go through yeah it's, i mean definitely it's a great leveler but like i started like um i found myself like when you and I started, we didn't. We got to what the second, the second little area, and then the internet shat the bed on your end. Yes. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, I'll 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 try uh, I'll try a couple times by myself. And I was, I mean, both times I was able to get to that second area. No, it was so right like, before the boss. Yeah, it was like that. It was like the area before a boss, and. And that would be that would have been like where something came from behind me, or or I just got overrun by a bunch of tiny guys, or or whatever. So um, I kind of think that they've they've done an interesting set of challenges uh, for people who love the base game, um, but they don't make it too. They don't make it much more difficult. Now, like like you said, I would, I, I think that if you don't know the bosses, this mode will be a pain once you get to one. Uh, right, because but, some of the bosses from when we played, so I've seen in my attempts, Shroud, which is mm -hmm. one of the first bosses, one of the first two, Shroud or mm -hmm. Gorfine. Gorfist. Um, Gorfist. Um, both funny enough, suck, both suck, both suck but Gorfist was Moose got lucky his first time through. He had Trout, he didn't have Gorfist. Oh, god, he was the god. worst. Um, and then I had so I had Rip Hide, who is <clears throat> from Leto's Lab, yeah. the deals, the free update they did. But then there's actually in Corsus, which is the name of the DLC, there's a new second zone that you go through, and there's a new boss. This asshole can camouflage mid-combat and then teleports. 
Oh God, that sounds like the worst. So you remember the boss that teleports? Yeah. So imagine that, but he can go camouflage. So when he's done teleporting, you still don't know where he is. Oh, he also creates clones of himself that can also teleport and go camouflage. You're not selling me on playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I played the original. It's it's phenomenal. Yes, so I'm going to play this, but, but it's like you're not helping the situation. But like, but like, see, now I'm starting to see. Like, I'm starting to think, man, that fucking sucks. But also, I want to put that fool in the ground. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a double-edged sword. Like, do you rush to the bosses? and encounter them when they're on level one because then maybe it's much easier but i guess that depends on if you get a good loadout in yeah. the beginning or if you get a shitty loadout take your time don't worry that the corruption goes up but then go into the battle with full armor weapons and mods yeah so it's like which do you i guess it really depends on what your loadout at the beginning is like a few yeah. times i had the beam rifle so I was a bit more confident getting to, I didn't make it to the boss, but I would have felt more comfortable being naked with a beam rifle versus the coach gun. This is true. This is true. I'm always more confident naked with a beam rifle. I think it's just I missed the particle accelerator. Yeah. It's science. It doesn't, yeah. yeah, it doesn't surprise me that you missed it. I had like 20-something uh, hours with that damn thing. Oh, now oh like, man. Oh. I just, I just remember, like, Jason and I just trying to come up with weird combinations to, like, how to use that thing. And then we beat the rip hide, like, without even... We broke it. Yeah, we broke it to the point where some of, like, we, we killed... We, still... we, we vaporized the life bar. Like, it was gone. Okay. And, and then it still, had, it still had clones just standing there because, like, the game had not... Like, the game couldn't process that they were still alive. They were done. Yeah, but they were like, um, and you could shoot them, but they wouldn't move, and it was like, yeah. did we? Where, do, yep, do we, we, we broke this. We broke this. <laughs> Where do I go? What do I do? Like, hey guys, we're gonna go, but you stay here. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you hang yeah, out. Right, right. Hang out. Figure out what to do with your life. We are done with you. <laughs> um, I love you, but I hate you. But I gotta go. Bye. No, but this is a. <laughs> if you if if you really enjoyed. The base game. This is a fantastic addition. Because I know some people didn't like the hardcore mode they had. Because hardcore mode in any game, really, you play a game, you die, you lose your character. It's kind of like, uh. Yeah. This like, is nice because it's a, it's like adventure mode where it's, it has nothing to do, it doesn't upset your progress. Yeah. I uh, I wholeheartedly it's what ten bucks $10. yeah ten bucks and uh, I didn't but, mention like, it. It's designed for replayability. Like, and the it whole is thing. It's just, it is completely replayable. Um, the Moonlighter DLC is seven bucks right now. Okay. Uh, just I just want to say that because I didn't say it before. Um, but yeah, so I played a few other things. Too. What else you got? So I played Treachery in Beatdown City. Yeah, how you like that? It's interesting. It's, mm -hmm. Oh, so it's a turn-based beat 'em up. Yeah. So I don't know if you've seen any of this, Moose. So 
there's a it looks very nes double drag yes it looks NES. it looks yeah, like, like I, I, i've seen the art style and i've looked at some screenshots but i haven't seen video so go ahead so Chase. combat similar to an rpg where you select your attack but you have okay. like a a focus meter so you can select multiple attacks till you run out of focus and do a combo and then you block or do a defensive move, but it also, you have your focus meter to take into account. And it's interesting how they, it's not just a, it actually says when you load the game, don't button mash or some combination of that. And you're not, because <laughs> you're selecting, nice. you're selecting attacks. You're not, and your weight, it's, it's interesting. It's a turn-based beat-em-up, which mm -hmm. is, Probably one of the first of its kind. Right. It's a, it, it is a JRP beat em up. That is what it is. Okay. It's. I mean, I, I'm down for that. I like beat em ups. I like JRPGs, turn based. I I could be down. Okay. Like, I mean, I think earlier earlier in the year I said that uh, that Streets of Rage four sort of eclipsed it for me, and I think that's I think that's more because like I was not ready for what Treachery and Beatdown City delivered to me the uh the humor though it's something i don't think it's for everyone um it's uh well you have to rescue president blake orama blake orama yeah. yep nice <laughs> yes and i'm pretty sure the dirtbag mayor i don't know why but i immediately thought mike bloomberg from new york <laughs> It's either uh, is it Mike Bloomberg or is it Bill De Blasio? I I, I mean more Bloomberg because they said money bags. I don't. Think oh, it's De definitely Blasio. Bloomberg then. Yeah, it's definitely Bloomberg. But like some of the stuff, like it's so weird. <laughs> like the first enemy you face is Ugly Joe, but then you find out his name is actually pronounced Ule. It's French. It's yeah. not ugly. It's Ule. That's funny. That's, oh, and, then, and then he's like, you shouldn't judge someone right away. And then she goes, but you thought because I was Spanish that I was the cleaner. And he goes, yeah. oh, good point. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, more Warcraft. Um, still cool. enjoying that. On the Switch front, playing a little Phantom Doctrine. Um, enjoying that. That's our we announced. That's our the next, episode will go that's live. Our next book club the game. game club, but that's our next month's game club. Um, a game called Strikey Sisters. It's a brick breaker game, but you control you the character you control. You actually have to hit the ball. It's not just a bounce off a paddle type thing. Oh. And there's also enemies that can attack you as you do it. Like you can swing at them or direct the ball at them. So it's not just bricks you're breaking. And then you get power ups like the games. Breaking bricks and breaking faces. Yep. Um, Atomic elbow drop. Is this sort of like Creature in the Well then? No, it, it's designed like a brick breaker. Like it's just a level top. Like sure, but it, does it have some of that? Like where you're trying to line up shots? Um, somewhat, but it's also the randomness of like the ball just starts going supersonic speed, and you're just praying you can hit it in time. Okay. Okay. Um, 
we mentioned Borderlands. I'm started Borderlands one on Switch. Ooh, so you bought the whole collection, right? I bought the whole collection. Of course, you did. well, because uh, you can buy them. I apologize, you can buy them individually, right? Yes. Okay, so and then the whole so it's like what twenty each, and then the collection's sixty. Fifty. 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 For all the all the DLC for those three games, one, two, and the pre sequel. That's That's, like one hundred and fifty hours worth of content. That's like that's an it's an insane amount of content. Insane. Okay. Uh, It controls. It plays. It plays well from what I've experienced. it's actually one of the better ports, like that and Bioshock, because uh, what's Outer Worlds apparently is not great on Switch. It's I've heard it suffices. It uh, runs fine if you're okay with... It's almost like I hear it's like The Witcher, where I yeah. know people who've played The Witcher 3 on Switch. If you don't care as much about the looks, it does run. Yeah. But, I don't know, Outer Worlds, like... Those colors popping and everything was kind of a cool attraction to that. And if right, you're right, out on yeah, that, yeah. But it, that would be a cool game to play portably. But no, Borderlands One, um, it runs fine from what I've played so far. Um, and you're exclusively playing that mobile, right? I, I believe yep. you stated you don't use your dock, okay? Nope. And it's and it's like smooth sailing, right? Yep. Cool. Okay. Good to know. Um, what else? And on PS4, Division, Borderlands, um, Days Gone, working away because that's platinum. That will be platinum, one hundred. Cool. Because um, you're at ninety nine, right? I am at ninety nine. Nice. Got ninety nine platinums and something eight one. I don't know. <laughs> My name is Mayo eight one. <laughs> but I think it is. Oh, it is. It's it probably is. two. It's probably two. It is two. <laughs> not, not probably. It is it two. Is. <laughs> Actually, no. We can. We can. Go, we can say. You know what? We can, we got ninety nine platinums in Hannah Montana. Ain't one. Yes. There. Okay. There you go. All right. There we go. All right. Nothing against Hannah Montana, but yeah, that game is just. Whew. No. <laughs> That's about, yeah, that's, I've been playing around quite a few games. Good. Nice. Well, that was kind of two weeks worth because we had Game Club last yeah, week. Yeah, so Game was, Club last week. And- yeah, I kind of, yeah, mine was like two weeks worth. I just, oh. I, I do yeah, want to get yeah, the it's still all division. No, I'm kidding. I no, do want to get the Moonlighter, but I, I think I'd get more through most of the Platinum and Moonlighter before I got the DLC. Specifically, like the the speed run and the yeah. flawless. The rest of the stuff, like you said, I think the kills makes it easier when there's new content, so you don't feel like you're just grinding the old stuff. Yeah, because um, yeah, I think I ran the the first two dungeons just like so because I was just one hitting everything. Oh, um, I did play another game. I totally forgot, but I only played like twenty minutes. I started playing Disco Elysium. Oh, okay, and. So I picked the dumb build when you start the game. Awesome. Um, You wake up um, completely hungover, cannot function at all. Like I tried to like, I was having trouble just getting my pants on. (laughs) 
It, it that sounds you, like a typical Saturday for me. I mean, is this is this autobiographical, or are you talking about the game? No, or are you talking it's about autobiographical? <laughs> no, um, Max, you'll love this with the choices. Like, like you can like my tie was on the on a ceiling fan, and like mm-hmm. there was a like I had to get it down, and it said like. I, I had a chance, like I had 70% chance. I happened to get it. I'm just curious what the 30% chance was like if I didn't get it. Like, what happened? That, like was that ceiling fan coming down? Was something? Was Did you hang yourself on your tie on a ceiling fan? <laughs> I've, I've actually heard that's, a, that's happened to some people. Cool. Um, you start the game, you can pick your like a high intelligence build. Um, there's another build and like a middle ground and then there's a brute force. So you're just, yeah, everything's just keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a cool, it, the, the art style looks really cool. Um, but I need to play more to really assess, but, did you so how far so how so you played you only played it for what twenty minutes? Twenty minutes. Get out of the first room. Yeah, I mean when you before you wake up, you're like you're. It, I think it's an inner monologue with a um, a lizard voice, so it's weird. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I'm really excited to play that game. Um, hopefully, either it comes out on console before the end of this year, or um, or I end up. Uh, purchasing a PC because uh, I would really like to, or I would really like to build a PC. But I would it's also not, really, but I would really like to play that game. It's not that graphic intensive. It's weird sure. because it's because I talked to Captain Canada about it. It's actually optimized very poorly. So it it seems like it requires more than it does because I wasn't going to get it because the website can you run it said mm-hmm. I couldn't run it even at minimum and I'm actually running at more than middle of the a little above middle of the pack okay like it's optimized very poorly apparently so okay. yeah I've heard like the back end calculations are, are ridiculous in that game yeah so um I that's what prevented me but then it was on sale for $29.99 on the epic store and there's a $10 coupon so I got it for 20 bucks that's not bad not bad no, at all. especially not bad the, at all. the praise it's gotten. So for yeah, twenty bucks, yeah, yeah. So I'll definitely play more of that and um, report in next week. Cool, sweet, cool. So would it be next week or the week after that E three would have started? Next I, week. Next week, but. Next week we'll be able to discuss the PS5 reveal because yeah, that's every this, Thursday. When this episode goes live later that day, you can see the PS5 reveal. Now I think I, I think that I think that they if we <laughs> I I want to preface things because they had to delay it last week, rightfully so. They made a right fucking call. I don't care what anybody fucking says. Uh, let's hope they don't Let's hope they let's hope they don't have to do that again. As of right now, it's Thursday, June eleventh yeah. at 1, four p.m. Eastern. It would have been. It would have been. Uh, e three is usually the second week 
weekend of June. So it would be this coming week, like the 12th, 13th and 14th. So um, they're actually by delaying it a week, they're kind of on par with E3. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, I love me a Sony console Mm -hmm. called the PS4. That's how I met these two knuckleheads. Yes. Um, So I'm kind of excited to see what they do. Now he's going to Xbox. <laughs> uh, peace out, quick. Xbox. <laughs> Real quick, do we think we're going to get a price? Yes. No, I don't. Great. I do. I was going to say no, too. So two no's and a yes. We're, we know we're getting games. They said that. Mm-hmm. Um, I. What? Okay, so hold, hold on a second. Uh-huh. They've announced prices at E3, which is this time of year. Yes. Before. What yes. makes you both think that they're not going to announce a price? I think it's because it's a first reveal in a sense. Because I don't count the GDC thing because that was more of a tech thing. But this is, okay. they've been delayed so much. I think this is more just they show it off, they showcase some launch games. Um, they say, I don't even know if they give a release date yet. I'm going to say no because I'm I'm basically like what Jason said, like we still don't know. I, yes, it, it's great that the country in which this system will be manufactured has started a decline in cases of COVID nineteen, but also there's nothing in this world preventing this this from happening again there's nothing there's there's nothing we don't have a as far as i know uh as a healthcare worker no real treatment no real cure and definitely not a vaccine so i could see sony just keeping everything close to the chest until they know they they until they know they have a viable release schedule yeah um and i also think that no matter what people say Sony's not waiting for Microsoft to announce their price. I, like, I think no. they've honed in on a price point. Like, they're not going to be like, well, do we, let's just, if Xbox lets 400, we should do 399. Like, they're not waiting for them. That's no, ridiculous. I don't think so that's, yeah. that's one of the if, most absurd things ever. I think, I think last gen was, when, was the point at which, well, I mean, in PlayStation 2, but uh, PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 4 was when Sony could be like, really good at being reactionary and be like this is our price point you know Mm -hmm. because like the dude walked up on the stage for the playstation 2 was like 2.99 you know and then like microsoft was talked about their console the xbox one and then sony came out and was like well it's 3.99 you don't have to spend an extra hundred dollars on a piece of shit camera that you don't fucking need you know so yeah i think the only time the price points like reactionary is like middle middle of the console cycle like a holiday if xbox can yeah. oh you can get this for and they and playstation decided oh let's do 25 dollars less but for a launch i think they've pretty much already set that in it's yeah. more of a it's for a spectacle who announces first yeah i i I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, I think if anybody's waiting for a price point, it's Microsoft. Yeah, um, I, I I can agree with that. Not because not because like uh, they want to make sure they're competitive, but because 
if Microsoft if, if Microsoft wants to just get ahead in the game, like they don't they don't have they have to worry so much less than Sony does because the PlayStation and whatever electronic line Sony puts out, that's what they got. Right. Yeah. Microsoft's got fucking office. Yeah. Like they, they like honestly, office like, money. Yeah. Like you could talk about, you know, Oh, I could play, uh, I can play all my Xbox games on a PC and never buy an Xbox. That's why they can afford. They don't that. care. Yeah. Cause they're like, so, you're playing our games. Like uh, honestly, so- if, if Sony were to come out and say, yeah, we're going to make it three ninety nine, And then Microsoft, Microsoft could easily feasibly say, yeah, we're going to make it two ninety nine and eat a loss because, Oh, we fucking can. Yeah, no, they yeah they ate a loss on the 360, man, mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Um. So, so we we re- I I say we'll have a price. You two say there's no price. Mm-hmm. What one game do you think that they're gonna like? Sony's just gonna come out and be like, boom, here it is. Like, what do you, what do you think? So, what do you think is gonna be a really good surprise from Sony? That's question number one. And then the second part of that is, what game is going to make you buy the system? If there is a game in your knowledge of existence, like what you previously played on a PS4, maybe a sequel, maybe something new. So, so take your time. I'll go first. Okay. That's like no time. We already know the answer. <laughs> nope. Well, then go, my friend. Go. No, no go. No, ahead. Man, you, you said you go first. On the no, you said you were going first. You're going first. <laughs> So, I think out of left field, I I think it's been it's been rumored, it's been talked about, it's it's getting fucking dropped. Demon Souls is getting dropped. That will be announced Thursday, that as a launch title. Okay, so number now now here's the thing, you know, like we talk about like that. I want to play that fucking game, and yes. That will make me buy the system, but the other game that would make me buy the system even more is a Horizon Zero Dawn two. But now, now, so I don't, is, it, are, is one of those your left field and one of those your yes? So the left okay. field, it, and it's not really left field because people have been talking about Demon Souls for forever. But I am saying like Sony is finally taking this moment, this on stage moment, to say, "Here it is, motherfuckers." We fucked up when we put it out on the PS3. It kicked off a generation of Soulsborne games. We're bringing it back. It's a PS5 exclusive, totally remastered. I say Studio Japan is doing it because they worked with uh, uh, FromSoft on Bloodborne. And so I feel they would be the best uh, people. Well, and Bluepoint. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bluepoint, you know? I mean, because Bluepoint could be doing it. I, I, I don't know. Anyways, that's my out of left field. Uh, and then the game to get me to buy the system would be Horizon Zero Dawn. Although Siphon Filter would be an out of left field. Yeah. You know, because they talked about redoing the, what did they, uh, not, uh, they re registered the trade. Yeah. They re registered the copyright. That's what it was. So that would be awesome. So, I mean, if you think about it, you could have a Demon Souls remaster, you could have Siphon Filter, and possibly now. I don't think I don't want a Horizon Zero Dawn two, like launch day. I'd be fine with a launch window, like maybe the next January or February, simply because it gives them more time to develop it. Mm-hmm. But like, kind of like Infamous Second Son did. But um, 
I feel like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is going to be the next thing. And like them actually showing it is going to help sell that console. Like that game, uh, like Horizon Zero Dawn is just freaking phenomenal. And to have a sequel, and it's been what? Uh, right. Years? It's been three years? I can see them doing what Nintendo did at E3 with that Breath of the Wild 2 teaser. Because we know Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is coming out. Mm-hmm. It's not. I can see them ending this as a, a teaser. I don't see, like people are saying, God of War. God of War is not going to be a launch title. That's ridiculous. No, that's like two years old. It's two years that's, old. That's, Come on, that's man. Give third. Give Corey um, some more time than that, guys. You don't want it that. I soon. don't. I don't personally care, but I really hope it's Demon Souls. Nothing against Bloodborne, but we've. The three of us have talked about it. It's way too soon for Bloodborne. Like, if you do Demon Souls and Bloodborne, fine. But if Bloodborne's the only thing Bluepoint's been working on for a remaster, it's like, it's not like it's, I don't... it's not new. Like, yeah, the argument people still play it. Like, people still play a lot of games. But, like, the Bloodborne community is very active. I don't see them... I could see Demon Souls and then, oh, yeah, we also have Bloodborne because I could see them saying, I don't know if they'll say it Thursday, but it will be PC as well, PC and yeah. PS5, like yeah. something like that. But yeah. um, I don't, honestly, I have no idea um, if it, like, Siphon Filter would definitely be a day one purchase for me. Um, even a, like a, a new Sly Cooper. Yeah, cool launch title. Um, because I don't see Horizon, I don't see God of War, I don't see another Infamous. Although it would be cool because it's launched almost, it's been on like it's been except PS, it's been three, four. I mean, it'd be cool, but I don't see another one. Be cool if like Cole McGrath came back for it. Yeah. I mean, nothing against Delson, but, like, I played more Cole McGrath games than I did Delson Row. Um, I think that, I think, uh, are, is, are either, is any of this your predictions, Jason, or no? I don't, honestly, I have no idea what launch okay. titles would be. I really have no idea. Because okay. Sony keeps it very close to the, mm-hmm. to the vest with, like, even, like, the, there hasn't been, any real real rumors except for the blue point games yeah yeah so and the big and the big studios have recently i don't think there's been enough of a i i'm not saying they haven't worked on games but i don't think they've the big studios have worked on anything to be a launch if it's holiday the the only studio unless studios have split out that could be well studio japan i know could kind of be working on something. I've heard rumors that um, Santa Monica, the reason that uh, MLB The Show is going multi-platform is because they want to make some more money. Not only money, but they also want to be able to grow that team and split it out so that half the team could take over Uncharted. So I could see us getting an Uncharted, you know, another similar to Lost Legacy, coming in in the ps5 era but um i agree with you it's like what it what's going on like we got ghost of Tsushima coming out from sucker punch 
maybe maybe Spider-Man too, but please don't show me any of that soon. Like let's let let's get another year, another two years under our belt for Spider-Man, uh, because like do your thing, Insomniac. I don't like I don't want to rush you at all. Like you did a great job with that game. It was fucking phenomenal. Keep doing your thing. Take your time. So I don't. I feel like Sony trying to push them to get something for this presentation would be stupid. But you know, here here's my prediction. So there was one. Everything's out of left field. Just to surprise everyone, and I'd be perfectly content with that. Not, I want to be, I want to watch this, and the whole time be like, oh, yeah, what? Yeah. So, so yeah. would it take, would it take everything being out of left field for you to buy a PS5, or what? Would it you- depends on the game. If it's okay, I can tell you right now, I just Godfall, absolutely not. I'm not. Yeah, I agree. I would. Not- I'm not buying a system to be to play the games I'm playing now. Yeah. Like, I, I don't need, unless, like, my PS4 had croaked around that time. Yeah. I, I wouldn't buy it just to play the same games. Right, right. But, I mean, I, I would like a really good reason to play it, to buy with day one. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but for yeah. me personally, like, Demon Souls and Bloodborne, those wouldn't, for me, wouldn't be reasons to get it. Right. Like you, you're needing, you're needing like something more, you know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yes. and also me and Jeff maybe. have discussed uh, how game sharing would work if we're both on different. Like, I'm not getting rid of my PS4, right? Even yeah. if I buy a PS5, but like, uh, we were curious how that would. Can we game share then on a different system as well? Yeah. Yeah. Probably can because it's still you have to activate the accounts. But yeah, so my prediction is everything's unhur- unknown <laughs> and yeah. they okay. surprise everyone. I like uh, that. I, I think Sony is crazy enough to do that. Matt, what were you? I think, okay, so the, the stipulation here is what would make me buy a PS5. Um, and I, you know, M- Moose and I, uh, we tend to get heated sometimes, but there are always things we definitely agree on. I feel like if Bloodborne 2 were to be a launch title, that would, that would be something to get. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but that would definitely, that, that, to answer that question, that would get me on board right away. Um, but I actually, my left field prediction is... is that they're going to announce uh, an infamous collection Ooh. for PS5. That would, that would be awesome. Like, that would, I, that would I, be I, awesome. I think that I, because like, that, that is something that, pe- that it's not been something on the tip of everybody's tongue, but there's been, yeah, enough, there's been enough buzz around that series that if they did it, no one inside would be, inside the infamous second sun engine would be great. That know, would like, be cool. Like, I would like, uh, just, uh, yeah. I, I feel like know. that. I feel like that's a big ask, but that would be cool. Uh, but how, I, think I, that, I mean, how do we know that? I mean, not you know, how do we know that Sucker Punch hasn't been like like some people have been split off to kind of take care of that? You know, you're correct. You, you we know, don't I mean, know. We don't but, know. Uh, but uh, I but I would love to play the Cole McGrath infamous games. 
again. I mean, I'd play Second Son again. I'd play First Light again because those those, those games weren't bad. I didn't like Delson Row as a fucking character, but because yeah, he was kind of a tool, but that game he was he was, he was awesome. a tool, and there was a whole bunch of problems with it. But that's a that's a different discussion. Um, but the the thing that they will probably come out with that will what was the other question it was what would make you buy it what's your left field and then what is the what is what is the launch day is that how that went i don't even know if i had a third question i thought it was oh. just what's left field and i don't think we're getting a launch date yet what was a launch title or something? What, what do you think is definitely yeah. going to be a launch title? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the reason uh, Jason brought up Bloodborne Remastered uh, is because uh, I mentioned in our chat, there's a guy I follow on Twitter. Well, I think it's, I think it's a guy, but uh, there's a person I follow on twi- Twitter. He goes by the name uh, Nibel, N-I-B as a boy, E-L. Think it's at Nibeli, and he's really, or they are he or they or or whatever, really good at uh, nailing down solid rumors. Uh, and I say solid yeah. rumors because usually when they post that and they post anything, it happens. Yeah, him and Daniel Ahmad um, are the two big ones that generally you'll see most of the announcements. They'll like, announce them. Like if if you they don't you, announce like just complete garbage rumors. Yeah. If they do, they they you could tell it's got joking. substance to it. It's got a little yeah. meat on the bone. Yeah. yeah. Like this is this and uh, Nibel posted about Blue Point's next game being Bloodborne remastered for PS5 and PC. Um. Now, I love Bloodborne. Uh. As, as much as the next guy. I am not ready to play that game again. I'm not ready to buy that game again. Um, so having that as a, re- as a day one release uh, will not, it will not loot me in. Now, when I buy a PS5, because I most certainly will, I will definitely buy Bloodborne. I will platinum it again. Play it. I will probably do enough to platinum it ten times over again, just like I did the first time. It'll probably be something I say, "Hey, Reba, we should play Bloodborne together." And then I'll just keep my PS4. She can use my PS4, and I'll use my PS5. Hopefully, there'll be crossplay. I'm projecting, but then Moose will be happy. Well, she will be able to get her platinum in Bloodborne. Anyway, that's well, a I that's feel... a that's a different, probably better timeline. But you know, I go ahead. We've we've talked about it, and I feel like, and I I, I understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. um, but like as a person, I'm not saying you don't or Jason doesn't, but I watch a lot of people that that do a lot of runs in Dark Souls, Dark Souls three, two, oh yeah, Bloodborne. So I watch a lot of them, and I feel if Bloodborne remaster is coming, it has nothing. I'm going to be honest. It has nothing to do with the PS5. It is to get it on PC to let those people have 60 frames a second. And it is just a, oh, yeah, hey, we can port it to the PS5 as well kind mm-hmm. of thing. So that's where I think Bloodborne Remaster would come in, you know, because kind of like 
like Sony has done that with like Last of Us Remastered. You know, they've they've done it with a lot of games, like in a bunch of games from last gen. The the Xbox three sixty and the PS3 have gotten a lot of remastered editions on the PS4. And I feel like that's where Bloodborne would fall. I don't think it would be a strict here's a new remaster because I'll be honest, like the game is great. If you just add 60 frames per second and, and clean up a couple of things, you're good to go. There's no, like, you don't need to remake anything in that game. It's just basically kind of touching it up, putting a good mm. fresh coat of paint on it yeah. and they can stay focused on, you know, Bloodborne too. But I feel that's where the appeal is. And that's where like the overlap is with the PS5 console is it's just, we're trying to get it on a PC so everybody can play it and have, 60 frames per second oh we'll put it on ps5 i i feel like there's 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 potential for uh, an initiative from sony to do a pc division where they start bringing their games over which i i feel like they i i think i've said it before but like they've got to get out of this sea of sameness like they mm-hmm. can't put all their eggs in one basket which is their console they have got they've got to start diversifying because if they're going to win this, not even win this next console generation, but just even survive it, yeah, you know, they need to start making more money and be like, I mean, like, I'll be honest, I want to buy a PC, but I don't know how to buy a PC. So, you know, what's easier for me to do is to go out to the store and pick up a console. Yeah. Because when I turn on my fucking console, you know what it does? It works. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to worry about drivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talk about Richie Tutis, the streamer I watch, and like today he couldn't stream because OBS decided to update, and he couldn't figure out. He had to like reinstall it. So there's a you know there's an issue, you know. So you got like all this crazy stuff going on with your PC, and I'm not saying it's like utmost craziness. Like yeah. I might be over exaggerating. I'm just saying there's things you have to deal with more when you're running a PC than when you're buying when you're running a console. The console yeah. you just turn it on play what you want to play, turn it off and go to bed and do the same rinse and repeat. PC, you got to be like, are my drivers working? Was there a Windows update? Oh, I can't play this game on Steam because it's done this and it's done. It's like, you know what? You eliminate that headache by just going out and buying a console. And I think Sony is slowly realizing that to the point where they can say, okay, well the people that want to deal with the headache, here's our game on PC and the people that don't, Here's our console. You can buy our console, and you know, mm-hmm. plus price tag. A console is going to be a lot less than a PC. Yeah. So that's the other thing. That's that's where I think Sony is also realizing they have the advantage over PC is the price point. Like, here's a good console for you know four or five hundred dollars. You don't. It's not a PC, but you can still play what you want to play. You know. Sure. So, but I that's the other thing we really didn't talk about. Would price make you buy the console day one? Like, like, would you look at the price or would it be a, like a kind of like a, you know, hand in hand? Would it be like, I need to see games and I need to see the price to buy it. For me, the game is the, the, not the most important. The The games games are, are, but I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's not, and it's not going to be six, seven hundred dollars. I mean, at most, I can see it being five. I don't think it would be. Um, but the game, I'm not going to, if, even if it's, 
even if it's 300, I'd probably say 350, but say it was 300. If there's no launch title I want, I'm not spending $300 to play the games I currently have. So, um, if it was 250, maybe I don't see it going to 250. It's not going to be 250. I don't even think it's going to be 350. It's definitely, I don't even think it's, it's going to be 499. It's probably going to be, I, I really think it's going to be 499. But then the if other they have thing multiple is like, models, I could see it being four and five hundred. Like if so they like, release two different like uh, skews. skews, like yeah. like they do, like phones do, like two different, like the Pixel Gears. XL pick the other, like that. I can see four and five, but I, the price is not as crucial because I still need the game. So yeah. Matt, I want you to answer that question, and then I have one quick question, and then I'm done for the night. Okay. Well, the, I think I think my actual announcement is they are going to do Demon Souls. Okay. Um, uh, because I feel like I feel like I feel like this is a smarter play. Um, it's been a lot but, of cock tease around it, but yeah. Yeah, but I, I think it's I, well. Apart from that, I think I think it's a smarter play because it's them saying, "Hey, y'all love that. Y'all love the things that came from this. Now you should try this." You got. You've played. You've played the games that have been born in blood because of it. Now play uh, the granddaddy. Well, but see, and then also everybody that loves those games is gonna hate that one, and. <laughs> And I'm go- and I'm going to basically spend the year after going. See now, this is where it's a little different than what you're used to, yeah. um, because you have to worry about what other people around the world are doing. Because world tendency is fucking weird. Um, but would price sell me the the system right off the bat? Like Jason said, without without gate without newer games i want to play no okay um now because you just upgraded recently yes so you got that in your corner yes now if if the if the if the ps5 is a is a revamp of the ps4 with a whole bunch of new shit that is not present on the PS4, not like additional stuff, but it's just like a recontextualization because let's, let's say, and this is fucking mass reaching shoulder deep up his own ass. Uh, let's say it is a PS4 powered switch. Let's say that it's not going to happen. We all know that. But if it is, that might sell me. Because if I can take, if I can take, you know, a a, a, a game a game to work that's not, you know, on a Vita screen. Yeah, I'm definitely in. Um, but. If they just if they just give me the if they just give me the give me a price and it's reasonable, but like they're probably gonna show Grand Turismo what seven, and then yeah, and then and then you know say oh the top one hundred PS4 games are gonna be backwards compatible, but that will increase over time, and anybody bitching about that like you know Xbox wasn't. The robustly backwards compatible when it launched so 
heads at you. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Right. Um, but Xbox shows four is a PlayStation shows Grand Turismo. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, a price is not going to, a price is, as of right now, so, a price is not going to sell me. So, so we, we talk about we need games, you know, to sell us day one. Mm-hmm. But, but I've heard in the conversation, you know, all three of us, I believe, have said we're getting one anyways. Sure. So, like, what is driving that for you? Like, I mean, I feel like for me, the backlog, so like the P, you know the PS4 games playing on PS5, mm-hmm. um, the ecosystem. I like trophies. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the interface. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, YouTube's easy to get to. That's got all the all the apps I need as far as streaming stuff. Um, I would say socially, like the people that I play with. But I'll be honest, I love y'all. If we if we never played on a PlayStation platform again, I'd still fucking talk to you. Yeah. But I'll find I'll find new people to play with on an yeah. Xbox if I moved there or you know I moved to PC. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I hate people that are like play buy where your plan your friends played. No, fuck that. You'll you'll make new friends. Well, that's it. Mean? But see, that's an argument for a, for people right. without and disposable that's, that's income. Kind of, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, and that's kind of you know. We're, I'm and kind and of we play a, a multitude of games. Some people only play like FIFA, yeah, and, or NBA. Yeah. Like then play with where your World of Warcraft. Are, There's games. only people that play World of Warcraft. Yeah. I mean, no, it's no. not a console, but you know what I mean. You know mm-hmm. where I'm getting at. But but I, the reason I said it, it's because Sony announced it, and I agree with it. The exclusives—they're not going to be on four. Any new exclusives will be on PS5. Which, yeah, and I. We don't have to go in deep in that. That makes sense. Why would you limit developers and make them make a game that has to play? Yeah, I agree with you, Matt. <laughs> like right that's... on the nose. He's yeah. Yeah, right on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. It's, but but that said, like, that's why I said I'm going to get one. If there's no exclusive, I could wait. Yeah. Like I said. If there was no exclusive and I'm not buying it day one and say, say Horizon's announced for February next year, I, unless my PS4 and I have a launch PS4, so there's more than a likelihood. Yeah. There's a lot of miles. There's a lot of miles on on that car. It's on its its last legs, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) But I can wait. That explains the noise I hear playing. (laughs) It sounds like a jalopy. Like, because I'm sure there's going to be between now and the launch, 10 to 15 indies. Do I need a PS5 to play them? No, absolutely not. I can play them on PS4. Mm -hmm. But it helps. It helps like sell the system. Like it's. Oh no, I completely agree. I wouldn't. I wouldn't purposely. Oh, I'll just get this on Switch because I'm not getting a PS5. Like, there's. It also depends on games because you know I'm sometimes I'm picky about uh, I'd prefer a game on PS4 uh, PS4 versus Switch like yeah yeah so that it's inevitable because I want the exclusives and I'm not saying Xbox is not going to have exclusives but I don't care about Gears and Halo and Forza they could have other exclusives but I know (laughs) what they always release and that's just not. Like, I want Spider-Man 2, God of War 2 or 5, 
Horizon, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Right there, there's three games that I know I'm going to get day one. Right? And, that, and that, to you, and to me as well, justifies the purchase of a console. Yeah. Yes. And you, Matt, as well, probably. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so... Watch this space, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably talk about it next Monday, obviously. Definitely on Monday. Yeah. I mean, or next month. Yeah, I'm, I'll be watching it. I'll be watching Thursday with my it's two a, eyes. It's at four o'clock Eastern. Four Do we know about four how, Eastern. It's one. About, it's it's one p.m. Uh, Pacific. Do we so know what yeah. kind of timeline it is? Do you think it's going to be like an hour? Oh, time frame. Yeah. I would say it's going to be an hour. Like I would say thirty minutes to an hour. Like mm-hmm. they'd be ridiculous if they went over that because I I feel like. I think it's going to be an hour because uh, they're they're like showing the PS5. Like I, I'm gonna be, I'm going off the fucking rails here. I expect to see the console. Like they're gonna show the console. There's gonna be a fucking price. There's gonna be some fucking kick-ass exclusives that are gonna come out of left field because they have to. That's the thing. They have to do that. They can't just rest on their laurels on the PS4. They have to come out fucking swinging for the fences. But You know what I want? Okay. What I really want, since we didn't hear much, there's been barely any rumors except the Demon Souls, but that's not technically like first part. I want like God of War's reveal where like Kratos steps out of the shadow and people lose their shit. I want that with what? Yeah. Mold, with like, a game. With something and you're like, oh, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would that would be amazing. Like when, want, he, <gasps> when he did that at that E three show, it was like ah, like you just hear like boy, and then he steps forward. You're like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, I I know him. <laughs> well, it's weird. Like I, it, it's weird because when that happened, I'm like, oh great, another fucking God of War game, and then that trailer just proceeded to basically turn everything I knew about God of War away. <laughs> On its head. Like it basically I'm like, took it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. So instead of just being young, dumb, and angry, he's like alcoholic dad. Okay. I can, I can work with an alcoholic dad. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it was one of my favorite games that year. Uh, but now I just want to ask – a question because you've asked a ton. I know. Yeah. What if? Wh- what if you got none of that? Now, and and I'm and I'm not saying like you're, clearly me saying what if you got none of that meaning? What if you got nothing for an hour? They're not going to do nothing for an hour, right? But you mean what if it's not? What if it's not as swingingest? What if it's not as swingingest at the fences? as as you want so that is like i have no problem with that because i agree with jason and i echo the sentiment that like i will buy a ps5 eventually Mm -hmm. because i want the exclusives i want spider-man 2 i want horizon zero dawn 2 i want god of war 5 you know like i want those games but not only do i want those games i want them on a system that just fucking runs you know what I mean? 
Like I just I turn on my PS4. Yeah, it takes me like ten hours to log into Division Two, but it works. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, there's a lot of factors there uh, when when talking about the system. And so I have no problem if they don't go if they don't go swinging for the fences and they play it a little bit safer, but they give me stuff that's like this is coming, this is coming, this is coming. Like I might be all right with that, but I don't want them to go the route of like. Hey, here's Last of Us 2, six months later. Here's Last of Us 2, six months later. Here's Last of Us 2. Like, I, I fucking swear to God, don't show me a game that's two years away and then, like, every Beat six months, every, every three months. freaking months, you're like, here's the game, here's the game, here's the game. Like, stop that. Don't mm-hmm. show me the game until, like, like, I feel Fallout 4, as much as I did not enjoy that game, and I want to get back to it because I want to try and give it a second shot. Second shot. Bethesda did the best with that game. They announced it. What was Six it? Six months April? later, it was out. Six months later, it was out. That's what I want. Don't show me a game unless it's six. It's six months out. That's mm-hmm. what I. So, like anything they show at this presentation on Thursday, have better been better be a launch title or a launch window title. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. So I don't have a problem with them not swinging for the fences, but I feel like I agree with you. You, you know, I understand your questioning of like, what do we do if they don't swing for the fences? Yeah. But I feel like they need to. Like that's my stance. Like they have to swing for the fences because they need to kick off their next system. Like they got, they got to get it going. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah, I mean, really, the only thing I wanted to do with that question was say, what if it? What if it's just announcements? Like, what if it's nothing no that really, because I mean, because like, I remember when, uh, in, the, in the previous thing, when you, Phillips and I were going back and forth on Stadia. Yeah. And I was just like, what if it just works? And you were like, and, and for some reason, that question just blew y'all, <laughs> blew it your didn't mind. Blow our, it didn't blow our mind. But, the, but you were question. like, what do you? What do you mean? What if it just no, works? Like, no, what no, if no, it just I works? Understood, I understand. Now, granted, Stadia I, couldn't even deliver that. No, no, no. I understood what you said, but the facts and figures behind it was was showing that it could not work, and that was why we were like, "What are you like? What are you talking? No, it's not just gonna work." Like, well, I think it. I think it wasn't just gonna work at the specs you guys were talking about. Well, no. What? No, no, no. no not us. Google sure. was talking about. Yeah, but so. like, but. My my whole thing was, what if you just turned it on and you could just play a game? And you can, you could totally yeah. turn on Stadia. No, you, you can now. You yeah. couldn't really at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> but they can now. Really it's it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I did, the three, I did the two month free. I think they still haven't even delivered on a lot of the username stuff. Yeah, fuck, it's, fuck Stadia. It's, it's yeah. okay at best. Like I said, I did the two months free. It, it's. It works, but it's nothing. I'm glad I canceled my pre-order. So what do you say? We've been going a long time tonight. Uh, And uh, I see a a nice message from Jason saying, let's wrap it up. And uh, I agree. Wrap it up. So. (laughs) uh, Bye. Story Route Zero, we have some cool friends who do some cool things, and I'd like to tell you about them. 
Phoenix Overdrive uses the power of games and gamers to help heal sick kids through the charity Extra Life. Phoenix Overdrive fundraises for Children's Miracle Network hospitals all year, every year, and the fun culminates in a 24-hour gaming marathon. Find out more about their events and projects online via Facebook at facebook.com slash phoenixoverdrive or on Twitter and Instagram at phx underscore overdrive. You can also join the Facebook group of Pawn Stars at facebook.com slash groups slash Nation in order to share and discuss all the latest in nerd culture. They've also got a podcast, Nerd Overdrive, which you can see weekly at youtube.com slash phoenixoverdrive. You can also catch it on Facebook Live or twitch.tv slash phx underscore overdrive. That podcast is also published on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. You want merch? They got merch. Merch can be ordered from tinyurl.com slash phxodmerch, a portion of which goes to their fundraising efforts. Join the nation and be a hero to sick kids as El Capitan Rey Osorio, Lee the Maestro, and Becky, the lovely queen of the guild, always say, hashtag rise above. This has been an episode of Story Route Zero. Thank you for coming along on this journey. We sincerely hope you enjoyed yourself as much as we enjoyed having you. Once again, you can find everything we do at StoryRouteZero.com. Hit us up on Twitter at StoryRoute underscore zero, or you can email us at StoryRouteZero at gmail.com. If you'd like to hit us up individually anywhere, you can find Moose at Sven, that's S-V-H-E-N-N, everywhere on social media. That's PSN, that's Twitter, that's Instagram. You can also find him on Twitch, streaming games. You can find Jason Marshall at GimpyJ, with two Ys at the end. That's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's Twitch. And he also has a website called WhereIsThePauseButton.com. Captain Canada is the only Story Route Zero exclusive. He's the only one you can only find right here on the show. As for me, I'm Infinite underscore Rewind everywhere I'd like to be. That's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's PSN, and Twitch. I also have my own website, InfiniteRewind.com, where I do all sorts of weird writing and rambling. Check us out at all the places. And remember, you are always welcome, and you will always have a seat waiting for you on this ride. But for now, it's back to the real world for us. We will see you on the next one.